0: Welcome, 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 everybody. Glad to have you here. Oh, this is Friday's show. Friday already. Holy cow. How time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Anyways, it's called Let's Talk, and my name is Mike. I'm your host. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Hope you enjoy the show and you're still listening. And the name of this one is called... (laughs) I got it from a headline, so, um, anyways, it's called, uh, let me make sure I get the whole thing here, the slob arrives at NATO summit, so, and it really, I find it amazing that this guy, this president, Zelensky, I think, or something like that, whatever, you know, the president of the Ukraine, dresses the way he does, like a on, right, like a swine. I mean, think about it. You go into a meeting where every single individual in there, male and female, are dressed, are dressed, you know, certain ties and whatever. And you go in there with a T-shirt and, you know, work pants. What's that supposed to show? Like that dude in Pennsylvania, Fetterman. What, he now makes the kind of salary he makes and he can't afford, you know, something more than a hoodie and gym shorts? What is the point of that? It just, it's ridiculous. I get it. It's my life. I'll do it the way I want to do it, so forth and so on. I get it. But, jeez. So, you know, I was outside thinking, what if you lived during the time of Jesus? And what if you saw him? And what if you knew that he was the Messiah? But you wouldn't proclaim him. But you still knew and you believed, right? What if you lived during those days and even though you believed, you refused to help him, you refused to stand up for him, you refused to acknowledge his name? I can't imagine what it's like For the Sadducees, the Pharisees, the people on the Sanhedrin, the whole nine yards. Having rejected him, knowing full well that, in fact, he's the Messiah. And I just spilled my coffee. Now I'm very mad. Knowing full well he's the Messiah. And now, for all eternity, you're burning, baby. Burn, baby, burn. So now what do you do? Seriously. Well, you suffer for all eternity. Don't make that mistake, folks. Please. Perfectly honest with you. It's (laughs) it's the worst decision you could ever make. What's today's date, by the way? The 13th. So, anyways. Welcome to the show. Let's say our prayer, and we'll get moving along. Father... We look upon things in this day and see the things of days gone past. Help us, Lord, to learn. Help us, Father, to understand even though things may seem different, it's the same. The evil one and his mob still continue their relentless pursuit of denying souls eternity with you help us Father God to realize and be able to understand and be able Father God to resist that evil but I thank you Lord God that if there come a time when we commit evil when we sin I pray with all my heart Father forgive us please of our sins Forgive those who have sinned against us. Have mercy on my people, Israel, and peace for thy city, Jerusalem. Let us pray, always and forever, in your name, Jesus, amen. Amen. So moving along, moving along, singing a song. Got a couple of new hard drives going up here. I'm getting my stuff off the cloud. I'm still. It's still going to be on the cloud. But I'm getting it down off the cloud and getting it burned to disk. I don't trust, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't trust, period. And I uh, also set up a virtual private network uh, through McAfee, offers it for free. So I'm covered there. I'm not saying that's a rock solid guarantee that they're never going to be able to snoop in on my stuff, my stuff, but it, at least it helps protect me from just some regular hacker. Moving along, let's say, look at our scripture. I hope I wrote where <laughs> I hope I wrote where it's from. And I didn't. But it's in the Bible, it's in the gospels. I didn't I didn't. I'm sorry. Then answered the Jews and said unto him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil? Jesus answered, I am not a devil, but I honor my father, and you do dishonor me, and I seek not my own glory. There is one that seeketh and judgeth. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Isn't that amazing? I mean, it doesn't cost you any money. And the time you spend, well, to be honest with you, you should be joyful about it. I hope you are. I mean, sometimes it can be a little arduous. Sometimes, you know, preparing a show is really a, it's a work, you know. It's like, oh, 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 you know. But we do it, and we give the Lord all the praise and glory and honor. Here's the deal. Here's a deal. Basically, when you reject a historical Genesis, you open the door to further compromise because God's word is no longer your authority. Man is your authority. Ken Ham wrote that. He's over there at Answers in Genesis. I think you'd really love that website if you've never been there before. It's a really great website. Really rock-solid, you know, preaching and so forth. And basically, he's right. Not basically, he is right. Fully right. You can't compromise. Think about if somebody, you know, you made a deal with somebody for something and they were slacking and everything else and blah, blah, blah. Compromising. You wouldn't care for that at all. You know you wouldn't. Don't even try to tell me you would. You'd go, oh, oh, you know, yeah, whatever. You see, when God's no longer our authority, we're way off base, way out there in the middle of nowhere. Like floating around in space and our pack isn't working to jettison us back to the ship. You got to have God's authority, not man's. God wrote the book. God's will be done. So go with God's authority and you never lose. I got to report something to you. You know, this World Economic Forum, they just keep coming up with new stuff. The scary part of that is, the new stuff is the deal. Okay? So, when they say something, it's not like a bunch of old people or even middle-aged or young, who knows, whatever, You know, sitting around dreaming up things. No, no. They they not only dream up things, but they make it happen. Right? They make it happen. We can see already how many leaders of how many countries, including the guy that wears a (coughs) T-shirt. And in certain respects, even across the European continent and so forth, so in hamlets, towns, cities, whatever, including here you have the liberals are either initiating a similar program on their own or they're doing it based on what the you know a, a more higher up political leader did but either way the result's the same liberal policies liberal laws so forth and so on look what it's done to this country so far trust me when i tell you we're wrecked <laughs> you know we're wrecked you know, it's like when you got that car you bought for 100 bucks back in the day. And at least it threw heat in the winter and it had a great radio. But well, you never expected that car to last long. And man, it's limping down the road. You're barely making it to the garage. The point is this, I guess, if you don't get the point there. That's, our, that's the state of our country. We're limping on down the road. And the road we're on is not a good one. It's that wide path. That leads to destruction. And that's exactly what's going on. Exactly what's going on. So first and foremost, from the World Economic Forum, so they're a chilling metaverse idea for useless people. Now, this metaverse, I'm not exactly sure what that means. I know that Facebook, now when you start it up, it brings that metaverse to the front. You know what, it's probably just some big conglomerate that is going to really take control of the media and not in a good way. And then, but the idea of a a verse, so I get the idea of a, a, you know, a universal thing or a new thing. Maybe it's part of AI, I don't know. But either way, the idea for useless people, useless people, I didn't know people were useless. I know a lot of, you know, useless Slobones but not like they're talking. Listen to this. Glenn Beck. If you don't listen to him, you should start. He really, 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 really hits it on the head many times. But he shared a quote from someone he believes, this is what he says, and I quote, scare you to the core. So historian and World Economic Forum agenda contributor Yuval Noah Harari Listen now, that's the guy behind the scenes. Although he's there and he's, you know, he's not hidden in any way or anything like that. But that's the guy. You got to (laughs) be scary. He's scary. So in the quote, Harari ponders. Okay, this is what they think about. Harari ponders how elitist progressives can deal with the mass unemployment crisis that's coming. Let me pause for a minute. Take a sip of water. The mass unemployment that's coming. What he's referring to is the soon-to-be elimination of thousands of jobs. Gone. Forever. Never to come back again. The reason is AI. You already got the self-checkouts, right? You got some cashiers standing there to monitor them. But you got one cashier that's kind of sort of doing the job of 10 because you got 10 of those kiosks in a row. And you got several of those rows. So, (laughs) you know, there's your job. And it's the same thing across everything. Certain companies are just going to no longer exist. That's one thing. When this economic hit comes, you'll see companies that you never thought would be affected by anything just fall. So anyways, the AI is taking your job. And they know it. They know what's coming. Because see, (laughs) they make the rules. So what their question is, based on this mass unemployment crisis that's coming, he says this, the biggest question will be what to do with all of these, and I quote, useless people. Now I go on to tell you, his solution is to distract these, quote unquote, meaningless and worthless people with things like drugs and computer games, the metaverse, you know, social websites, all that stuff. Look at the TV on, you know, look at the the agenda on the TV screens, what they're pushing and what they're promoting. And this is why over three quarters of the people in the world that c- proclaim themselves to be a Christian are a, are a Christian only in They're confessing. They don't possess anything about God. They're not filled with the Holy Spirit at all. They're a bunch of fakes, phonies, libtards. You see, you can't be one thing over there like that and still think that you can be with God because, (laughs) man, you talk about a conservative. (laughs) I'm not sure he'd vote for Trump, but, (laughs) you know, how do you, how what? Really? But these people think and feel that the wholesale cloning and the artificial intelligence is literally, unfortunately, for those who still have a job, you're being replaced. You're being replaced. You know, let me see. Is this where I got that scripture? Yeah, listen to this. This is very interesting. When you consider... You know, all this talk about dropping nuclear bombs and so forth like that, and we got a world war going on over there in the Ukraine, nothing short of it. So when you see all these elements of death and destruction coming, Matthew twenty-four twenty-two makes a lot of sense. And this is Jesus talking. So, you know, from the horse's mouth kind of thing. And he says this, And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh be saved. But for the sake, but for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. So we have two things, flesh being saved. Number one, (laughs) mankind in general, if he doesn't come when he does and shorten the time, there would be no flesh. Every human being would be destroyed, dead. But for the sake of the elect, he's going to shorten the days. And here's the thing. Here's another interesting theory that someone I, I've uh, had dealings with in the past has said this about this cloning and AI. They put it in with this scripture. They're contending that between cloning and AI, there won't be a real human left. Your DNA and your RNA and your genetics and all that stuff will be totally rewired and reworked through AI. What do you think about that? You know, the cyborg? <laughs> what was that? The one with Star Trek? Enter the Borg or whatever it was. You know, it was a mind mesh, mind meld. Right? On a mass scale. So there's a couple of interesting theories right there. But either way, we're, we are seeing the elimination of the jobs. We are seeing elimination of human beings. They're coming up with all kinds of... Um, Oh, what's the name of that when you commit suicide? Oh geez, I can't think of a word. It's not suicide. Euthanasia. I mean, when they start talking about that outright in public, baby, you better stand by. Once they bring it out into the open, it's a done deal. And just a friendly reminder, they are on schedule. So far, it seems the Lord is, you know, because he allows it. He wills it. He tells the evil one and his cronies, you know, go do what you got to do. Have fun. See a judgment. You know, so, and they, they, they don't have anything to lose. I've told you that before many, many, many times. They have nothing to lose. They don't have any fear. So, the case, you know, that being said and all that. You know, the holiday's over, folks, especially church people. You all need to get it together or you're going down, I'm telling you right now. Without even knowing it or recognizing it, you'll be part of that system in no time flat, if you're not already. It, and here, here, let me explain something. It's not just the convergence of a host of prophetic signs that make it so, but the existential dangers to our lives and livelihood which really threaten everyone. I mean, the worldwide. The World Economic Forum. The UN is all the countries, well, except for maybe a few, right? And then you have little groups like NATO, you have an Asian thing, you have a Middle Eastern Arab thing, and anything underneath them. And here they're talking outright, I told you, the elite they call themselves, They're talking openly about the need to drastically reduce the world's population. This is not a casual thought. This is the real deal. Now, if you read your scripture, especially the book of Revelations, you'll see there's several instances where the population gets reduced. And when you look at that number, a third, well, that's not, well, wait a minute. When there's billions of people in the world, yeah, a third is a lot. One woman actually suggested, she came up with a number. I don't know where she got it from, but she came up with a number. And she said at this meeting that 500 million would be a suitable goal, along with the, you know, a pharmaceutical company president predicted a 50% reduction in the number of people living in America during the next year or two. Can you believe it? 50% reduction within the next year or two. This group is the kind of group that people like Bill Gates belongs to. Him and his ex-wife, they're huge proponents of, you know, the Green New Deal. And Bill Gates is buying up him and the Chinese, buying up Buku prime farmland in our country. That completely and totally takes away any options for a farmer who may be able to get back into the business, well, now his fields are gone. He had to sell them because he was so dry. He had no money. The crops had failed across the board. You think that's just by accident, folks? That's not by accident. We're being told by God or warned by God, things are coming down and you better stand by. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Listen, man, 500 million people, world's population... This one's over here. This pharmaceutical company president—they don't give his name. He thinks a 50% reduction in people living in America during the next two years. whoo You got to understand, these are not idle threats. I, you know, I say this a lot, but I—I it, it, I mean, with everything about me, I mean this. I cannot emphasize enough: these are not idle threats. No not at all these are the deliberate intentions of the luciferian globalists that control the UN the world economic forum NATO and then the other groups along the way the deep state in the US is included in that don't fall for their benign sounding plat you know platitudes of Wanting to save the planet. Because remember something. (laughs) Do what you want to save the planet. God says he's getting rid of it. And I'm not saying don't be a good steward based on that. But, you know, keep things in perspective, will you? You see, the master these people serve, pay attention, is the very same one that Jesus identified as a liar and a murderer John 8:44 he also goes on to say he's a thief and that and and you know he says you're just like your father he was a liar from the start and you know you're just like him telling the Pharisees and Sadducees God's our Father but no he's not your father is Satan. How'd you like to hear that, thinking you got it all? The bottom line, one more time, these people and the likes of them, and I'm talking about even, you know, Joe Schmuckatelli down to Joe Schmuckatelli. That comes from the Marine Corps boot camp. So just a digression here real quick. Went to my niece's uh, baby shower. Yeah, men do that now, I guess. It was all right. I had no problem. But anyways, and there was a former Marine there. So when he left, he says, hey, next time you see Schmuckatelli, tell him I said hi. And I started laughing. I haven't used that phrase or heard it in like forever. And, the, and the, you know, it's a Marine Corps thing. We're waiting on you, Schmuckatelli, you know, whatever. The non-existent recruit. Anyways, back to what I was saying. So, when you regard and understand this is this is real I don't mean to scare you I don't mean to set you off or whatever this is real man and no matter who you are no matter how high your status in the world is or no matter how low the Bible predicts <laughs> specifically no one no man so buying or sell without the mark of the beast, this digital coin, baby, this is it. This is it. They're taking the money away. I joked, I said, you know, you're not going to be able to pitch quarters on the curb no more. But it's, a re- it's real. This is how they control you. Look at how they control us already, or they attempt to. You know, they come out with a fake pandemic, and the next thing you know, our world goes upside down. And, and and at that moment, everything about this country changed. We allowed him to take down a president and illegally elect a clown who doesn't know his backside from his front. How do you put credit or give this into... No. No. They broke the law again, 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 again again. They're coming out for you. So listen. this is a serious article because he represents this country, whether we like it or not. Can you imagine who the idiot was? Listen now, try to try to guess. Can you imagine or can you guess, who the idiot was? who blurted out, USA is running out of ammunition. Do you have any clue who could have said something like that? Yep, you're right. Hobo Joe up in the White House. This is the deal. On the day that President Joe Biden, he gathered with allies at the NATO summit, including the guy in the t-shirt, in Lithuania. Trump at the same time was blasting them for dragging us further into World War III by agreeing to send cluster bombs to the Ukraine. (laughs) Wait a minute. The same bombs that have been banned by over 100 countries? Those cluster bombs are serious. That's a serious uptick in the, you know, (laughs) in this war. Cluster bombs don't uh, differentiate or, you know, anything of that nature. I'm going to real quick bring up the definition of cluster bombs. So anyways, this is what Biden does, right? He just, uh, you know, over and over again. So a cluster bomb is a cluster munition or, yeah, cluster bomb, containing multiple explosive submunitions. They're dropped from aircraft or fired from, come on, um, a weapon, you know, a handheld weapon or a ground-based weapon. But they really, I'll tell you, so imagine, if you will, so a hand grenade has shrapnel and it blows it out all over the place. And really, a hand grenade's good for about, if you didn't notice, you're going to be shocked, five or six yards, maybe seven or eight at the best. And you see these guys like 100 yards away from a grenade on TV. You know. Yeah. Anyway, back to what I was saying. So he, you know, and then we wonder why Putin is, you know, they're making him out to be the aggressor. Well, you know, tick for tack. And now they're sending in F-16s. Putin's not happy, folks. Not at all. And remember something. He's a strike-first mentality. He'll forfeit his entire country to win the war. I'm serious. Stalin did it. You know, um, who was before him? I forget. Anyways, they've all done it. They don't care about their people. This is why I tell you and I try to warn you that socialism is so daggone dangerous. Serious. You really think based on what I told you about useless eaters and 500,000 people or 50% of the population of this, you think those numbers don't represent what it's going to be or what it is already? You see, a political leader in opposition has got to be very careful when he speaks about his opponent. Because, you know, even though his opponent, you know, say like Hitler, you know, I wouldn't have spoke. You know, that was Patton's biggest problem. He wasn't careful when he spoke about anything or anybody. But, you know, in today's day and age, if you speak too harshly or obnoxiously or whatever, this can be viewed as unnecessarily harsh and even unforgiving. Really? So anyway... So the remarks, they got to be seen as courageous that Trump is standing this ground that he's decided to set the line on. And old man Joe Biden really breached into a matter of national security. I mean, you talk about giving your enemy the edge. Whoa. So while this flailing leader of ours was bumbling his way through the big meeting in Vilnius with the 30 other heads of state who lead the countries that compromise the military alliance, NATO, his predecessor, the only president in recent history to have not started a foreign conflict during his time in office, issued a scathing statement blasting Biden for escalating the conflict by providing these controversial munitions to the Zelensky regime. And all this, you ready? This is the quote. This is the thing. When the U.S. is, according to Joe Biden, what a buffoon, somebody ought to slap him in the head, he outright said, the reason the United States, you better sit down because this is really wild, the reason the United States is sending cluster bombs now to Ukraine. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but this is what he said. Sending cluster bombs now to Ukraine is because we are running out of ammunition. So just so you understand, if, as Biden inadvertently admitted, the reason for sending cluster bombs now is that the United States is running out of ammunition. And again, I mean, that's a huge breach of information, classified. Anyway, that only further emphasizes the urgency of immediately de-escalating this bloody conflict, this dangerous and out-of-control conflict. It certainly, if nothing else, means we need to stop sending Ukraine anything, anything. We've already almost depleted our entire strategic oil supply because instead of letting drilling happen again, or fracking, or whatever it takes to put us on Independence Day like Trump did, he's against it. He won't allow it. No, instead, he allows and agrees with individuals, him and a whole bunch of other idiots that, you know, are like him. They agree with that 500,000 world reduction and at least a 50% reduction within the next two years here in America. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine yourself? I mean, please. But then again, let's face it. These are the people that support abortion. And, you know, that's about as murderous and bloodthirsty sacrifice to Satan as you can get. Remember what I told you about Moloch? They had a statue with the arms out like he was going to hold the child, but they were actually slanted down. So when you put your child on there, the child would roll down the statue's arms and fall off down into, a a, you know, a raging fire. Sacrifice. So we took the fire away. And now we're going to do it with surgical tools. Kill babies. It's the same thing. And whether you know it or not, I hate to tell you this, it's a sacrifice to Satan. And don't think anything else about it. I'm telling you. I know that for a fact. So here these frickin' tards are the ones running our country. I've told you time and again that, you know, this is a very dangerous situation we're in in regards to our involvement with the Ukraine. The Russians don't mess around, people. They, you know, they're, oh, no, 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 no. no. Nope. You know, and, and, you know, it's the kind of thing where everybody laughed Hitler up until, oh, shit, Oops, excuse me. <laughs> anyway, but it's like that, you know toying with Putin, oh oh, he dropped a bomb, a big one, ba boom, the one that makes the mushroom cloud. We are on the cusp again of running out of our expensive ammunition for resupply. Not to mention the tools and the and the what materials and so forth and so on to maintain aircraft and ground control and. And, uh, you know, the ground pounders, the grunts, and the infantry, and all that. What are they going to do? So, if China times her attack. Now, remember I told you when he became president. I said, there's three scenarios. There's Russia, there's China, and there's North Korea. And the Russians made the first move. (laughs) you know, at our our beck and call, and the whole Ukrainian thing started. And then I told you, I didn't know which one would go first, but I told you a couple of scenarios, because they sense his weakness right from the beginning, and he proved it right from the beginning. So now we have China and North Korea. Well, if in fact we're, you know, empty of resupply And we can't, you know, nothing, American ships, planes, ground forces, again, they're going to be totally defeated to try to turn back a Chinese threat. Oh, let me tell you, you talk about an army of size. I don't think there's ever existed an army that big in the history of the world. But either way, this jerk said it on national television. That uh, Here's another gaffe. That while he would like to come to the aid of Taiwan, he can't allow American forces to be thrown into the conflict against Chinese aggression. Believe me when I tell you, they're not only aggressive there, but they'll be in North Korea. They were before during the Korean War. MacArthur was marching right to the Korean border. And the next thing you know, the bazillion Chinese flooded over that border and caught everybody off guard. The intelligence was non-existent on that move. Nobody thought China had the hoo-ha to do it. (laughs) Never underestimate your enemy. Isn't that what they say? So, you know, at this point in history, and it's so critical, the only way in which China could defeat us is to have, well, corrupted her officials beforehand, thus defeating the mighty American portions without firing a shot. You know that's what I forget who the Russian leader was. You know what? I got to take a break. I hear some boom and thunder. I'll be right back. All right, I got all happy about nothing. Little boomer. Actually it was a big boomer shook the whole house. No rain. We need rain. Very dry. Need rain. Anyways, so you know this whole setup is going according to plan. I don't know exactly what's going to happen when next, but like I said to you back in the early days of this man's election, these are going to be the players, and it's because they sense his weakness. Moving along. So how's it feel to be a political prisoner? Because that's what we are. But Let's do a scripture real first, and then we'll move along. John 8, 44. This is what I spoke of earlier. You are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. This is what these people are. This is who these people are. This is their character. You know, it's like when I speak about the character of God and, you know, the attributes of such. And you can't separate him from those things. That's who he is. That's what he is. Okay? It's the same thing with these people. You know, they can't separate themselves from the dirty deeds that they do. Right? Their sense of defiance and deliberate disobedience to the Lord is apparent. And unfortunately for them, it's not going to bode well in the end. Not at all. So here's where I got the headline from, <laughs> or the name of the show. The Slob Arrives. So this is the headline. It was so funny, I thought I was going to (laughs) die. The slob arrives at NATO summit, 300,000 NATO troops placed on alert. And I wrote under that, I says, has to be one of the best headlines I've ever read. Absolutely. Funny, funny. So the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, he arrives at the ongoing summit meeting Wearing his typical green army shirt. Oh, it's an army shirt. It's not a t shirt. It's an army shirt. Yeah. Okay. Either way, as he exits his limo, well, at least he rides in a limo. I thought he'd like riding a. What's in, I can't think of the name of those cars, those Yugoslavian cars from a long time ago. Anyway, they're overheard commenting the, the spectators that were there watching him get out of his limousine. They actually They, they were commenting loudly. The Slob has arrived. Isn't that funny? Biden let slip. Now, here's another gaffe from that illustrious leader of ours, Uncle Joe. He let slip during an interview that the U.S. is low on artillery ammunition rounds as it tries to aid the Ukraine. You know, (laughs) nothing like letting your enemy know what your position is or what your condition is. Oh, man, I'll tell you. So, it's undeniable that this president, name only Joe Biden, is massively corrupt. He's a criminal. Members of his family are criminals. And they'll use the corruption in every possible way to leverage their position he started doing it at least as far as we can tell since he was vice president and it's always about the money always about the money and he's had to cover up for that meth saddled stripper banging scumbag son of his I'll bet you he's the one that left that powder in the White House <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it so according to news reports Nothing to see here, folks. Move along. The investigation has concluded. No fingerprints, no nothing, no anything. Not even no snot. So there's that. Nothing short of a senile pervert leading a one-man crime wave. And the ruling class, get this, they don't care. Do you hear anybody really saying anything? Except for the news pundits. But, you know, of course they have a, an agenda too. <clears throat> but you don't see any protests. You don't see any outcries. You don't see any of that. Especially not since the, you know, not especially not from the ruling class. They just excuse it as, well at least he's doing good here or there where really where show me where he's done any good please and then i'll believe but since you can't show me anything i don't believe and i'll be honest with you <laughs> since i know what i know and you know and so forth I, even if you showed it to me i wouldn't believe it it's impossible to believe I call this, who's letting the dogs out? So again, the perverts in the White House and the family that follows and all his cronies, they're literally grooming children for pedophilia by promoting and asserting on boards of education that they have to comply a perverted gender bender cult philosophy, and it—it's all based on you either comply or you get no money. Mm-hmm. Comply, or no money. This is a vote for Democrats, and in the trans industrial complex you don't even have to guess who they'll vote for. The vast majority of them. I was surprised I met a man back in New York. He cut my hair, He's a great hair cutter. But he was, uh, you know, he belonged to the alphabet soup crowd. And I was shocked, he was a diehard conservative. I was just, I found that kind of interesting. This woke thing, bottom line, anti-cultural, anti-religious, anti-science, It's a term they use for a whole wave of millennials who've been brainwashed by a perverted, insidious, literally communist-controlled media and educational system. No two ways about it. Woke means nothing short of hate. Hate white people for being born white. Hate me, please. Woke means to deny or doubt God's existence. No, you better be careful. Woke means don't believe in real science because all of the major missions of the woke mentality are rooted in fake science, so you can't believe in the real deal. I show you that the sky is blue and you insist that your experts say it's green. Okay. We have a democratic, nanny, state-controlled generation upon generation of pharma- pharmaceutical scripted science, including this gender fluidity critical race theory, climate change. All of this is coming to the forefront and what is real science and what is the fact is being pushed off to the side. Grooming means brainwashing and that's exactly what they're doing. They're influencing and coercing not only the children and teens but their parents to engage and support this perverted demonic and trans-everything lifestyle that includes, you know, of course, cross-dressing, taking hormone pills, and getting permanent genitalia and breast surgery to pretend one has switched genders. Grooming means preparing and converting children to a perverted, nothing short of perverted lifestyle, where all they think about day and night is sex, sex partners, sexual identity, sexual perception, and how they can alter their private parts and hating people who does not support this. So we're, we're the hateful people, we're the criminals, we're the crime Lords, not the Taliban, not the drug cartels, none of them, not these woke BLM and Antifa individuals that burn cities, literally. Oh no, not them. They're expressing their rights. Well, what am I expressing? All of social media backs us. With the help of the Democratic Party and fresh influx of cash, there's no end to what they can do. You can figure almost all liberals, all gays, perverts, child molesters, child traffickers, and of course the insidious O'Biden regime. We need to discuss the grooming of children voting Democrat in elections. That's the other thing. Woke and grooming go hand in hand. They one doesn't exist without the other. They're both sick. Sick and perverted movements that warp children and teens into thinking about this gay sex, fake climate change, hating all straight white people, on and on and on, as I said before. And we are the enemy, according to them. We are the criminal element. We are the ones that are breaking the law. You know, Jesus says in the Proverbs 11.30, and I say Jesus says because the Lord says it all, but the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. <clears throat> we have judicial tyranny going on in our country. This is one of the reasons why, when the judiciary breaks down finally, and it's coming, it's not long off, they'll revamp the whole thing. The whole Department of Justice, the FBI, or the whole bunch of them, it'll be like we never saw it before. And it's not good for us, those of us that are true born-again Christians and patriots. But we have a herd of useful fools on what they call the left, but in reality are disciples of Marxist ideology. They continue screeching about the U.S. Supreme Court whenever those nine robes issue an opinion on a case they don't like. You know what they yell? This is scary. Because if it ever happened, God forbid, there would never be another court, not a real court, but they want to stack the court. They call the members of the court that don't agree with them useless idiots. You see, if Biden had his way, he could put another couple of justices in there. In other words, if they increase the membership, the, the amount of Supreme Court justices that there are. And of course, you know he's going to put liberal libtards. I mean, look at that black woman that got in. I don't remember her name. Her only qualification was that she was black. I mean, really, she had no bona fides, really. But you know, the funny thing is, and I've said this so many times before, and it's not funny, <laughs> not for real. I'm the writer, individuals who identify as conservatives. But listen, you got to wonder, what exactly are they conserving? They literally continue to elect the same gutless cowards back to Congress. And they refuse to do anything with their power to clean up our rotten, broken federal judiciary. So where's the answer? It's time to face the facts. (laughs) We're screwed. (laughs) So, again, back to the clown in the White House. You know, this woman, Jackson, that got the nomination, the confirmation, he says this. You know the clown. We've taken another step toward making our highest court reflect the diversity of America. What? What? The only thing she had in her favor was her skin color. Oh, and she was a female. Stop. That's the same. That's it. That's the exact way we ended up with a vice president, who, <laughs> you know, a. a Kamala Harris. This is this is this is really, you can see how it's a, the system's just breaking down all across the board. You know, former associate justice of the Supreme Court, Antonin Scalia. I'll tell you, I like that guy. He said this day by day, case by case. The Supreme Court is busy designing a constitution for a country I do not recognize. And how many of us can say that today already? I don't recognize this country. I Man, I never thought I'd see this. Never. Never, ever, 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 ever. You know, back in the day, King George III issued decrees and rules and laws that led the colonies to declare their independence. The states have not shown themselves as willing to defend their rights, and those are their citizens now. And why is that? I think the answer can be found in a Declaration of Independence. It says this, All experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, listen now, while evils are sufferable, then the right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. You see, <laughs> when you have a need, you'll go through about any number of loopholes or painful experiences, and in certain ways, literally painful experiences to accomplish your need you know, or to satisfy your need. That's how they set this up. That's how it's being set up. We have just nothing short of absolute evil coming out of the federal government, and we suffer. Are you willing to suffer the ruling of these judges? Are you willing to suffer the monarchical actions of this president and Congress acting more in, you know, I mean, they look more like the House of Lords than a representative body it was created to be. And apparently that is what they are, I guess. I don't know. How long will this train of abuses have to grow before we throw out those in in this government and restore not only our independence, but justice and liberty? And what exactly is it going to take for us to learn the truth of what Abraham Lincoln said. We the people are the rightful masters of both Congress and the courts, not to overthrow the Constitution, but to overthrow the men who pervert the Constitution. Wow, I would do anything to live during the days of such statesmen as Lincoln, right? Imagine that. I mean, if we're so supposedly fed up with what's going on, the failure to act is nothing short of aiding the enemy, as I've said before. You are a huge part of the problem if you do nothing. If you do nothing, then you are part of a huge, huge problem. The colonies... They abolished that form of government. Yet in America today, all we need to do is alter those in government. We don't have to change the government. The government is set. You know, if, if you just stop it from going down this, this, you know, this destructive path. But, you know, people don't want to do it. You see, those in power, they've accomplished their goal, Right. We're more obsessed with what's on the telly or what's the social media status of my post and so forth and so on. Election after election, you keep going in the same direction. Hope against hope. At this time, it'll be different. But, you know, is it ever different? No. No. It's not not yet. I don't know if it'll ever be different. I don't know, based on um, the idea that they can steal an election the way they did, so haphazardly just for if that's it. doesn't matter what you say and what you voted for. It doesn't matter that entire counties that would never, never have voted blue, never. Up there in Prescott, Arizona, or out there in Prescott, Arizona, never in Maricopa County, oh, Sheriff Joe's territory. You see, we have Biden has stacked the judiciary. He stacked the halls of the of the White House. Stacked, you know, everything, everything, and anything they can get their filthy, rotten hands on. They've done it. They've furthered a takeover of the communication giants, Facebook, Meta, 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 whatever, Twitter, YouTube, Google, WhatsApp, Instagram, and any other platform for the purpose of encouraging, pressuring, or inducing in any manner the removal, deletion, suppression, or reduction of content. But I have freedom of speech, don't I? Well, not if you speak against them. They're also going after anybody that posts anything that mocks the Joe himself or his family. Listen, people, this is straight out of Kim, Kim Jong-un's playbook, the leader of North Korea. We have to remember something. Government is of men, really. Government is of men. And it really, it really goes to show you how if we the people who are the governed don't maintain a watchful eye, this is what can happen. And in the end, I was watching a documentary about the Iranian hostage crisis. I was part of the operation that later rescued them without a single casualty, I might add. And they showed a picture of President Carter with a group of assumed advisors walking amongst them, or walking along outside the White House, I'm sure. But amongst them was Zbigniew Brzezinski. Now, I've mentioned his name before. Now, for the record, this man um, is so powerful that he got two, count them, two unknowns into the White House. The first was Carter, and the second was Obama. He also served as Lyndon Johnson's counselor in a few other posts. But it's interesting to note that when he became attached or involved with these individuals' campaigns, these individuals skyrocketed to the top. Isn't that something? So now we have The co-host, Micah Brzezinski, a female, she said Wednesday that President Joe Biden's staff needed to own his age and blasted them for not simplifying his schedule and ensuring he doesn't fall, literally doesn't fall. And she warns them that mounting this 2024 re-election bid is going to be the greatest test of their skills ever. Not since Reagan has it been tested so. See what happens. You know, the final, final word is this. What was just a future prediction by H.G. Wells is now, I believe, a grave warning for society today. In an eerily accurate way, H.G. Wells outlined how society will begin to rely on artificial intelligence to mold society into what the elites view as a utopia. And the end game is something, trust me when I tell you, you do not want for your life. I think I would recommend reading that book as much as I recommend you reading your Bible. But that's the end of the show for today, folks. The slob arrives. Jeez, I wish I could have at least as nice a thought as that when I see Biden. Anyways, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for listening. Glad to have you. We'll talk to you again after the weekend. Be careful. Be safe. Have fun. Goodbye.